Here, let me tell Beerman just to jump in when okay. when he because he's doing the podcast right now. Oh, okay. Oh, he's here. Yeah, he's back. So I'll just tell him to jump in when. All right. Yeah, because I want to talk to him about. Uh... Hey. Yeah. Uh, so whenever you're done with the podcast, just jump in. We're gonna start recording because okay. Omar has to bounce. All right. Like... You want to talk to him about what? I, I just want to talk about the people's reaction to the van. Oh. The janky van and out, uh, being out in the streets and connecting with the people. Connecting with the people. Yeah, I find that interesting. People love the janky van. They do. So Bean's back. Yay. <laughs> you're, not, you're not excited? Of course I am. <laughs> it's so good it's to amazing. have Bean back. It's great to have him back. Isn't the ke- chemistry uh, so undeniably, can't even say better, it's just... Uh, it's chemistry but the level of greatness is there's no like you know word to describe how when Kevin or Bean one of them isn't there how them together is just it's like they're on another level you know what I mean it's just yeah. it's just the way the way they jive and then Allie chimes in and uh, when they're firing on all cylinders I mean they're just so amazing to listen to and that's from a guy who is constantly i mean we're constantly listening to the show and 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 for us to be that still in love with the show and uh i i think that's a, a true testament to how they are good together yeah you know here's, here's what i found fascinating is that you know kevin and ali filled in perfectly with striker and and did a great job but then bean comes back four weeks not on the air mm-hmm Instantly, just fits right in. Like yeah, nobody's business. Yeah, it's and crazy. That's what's just fascinating. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't skip a beat. It's like, I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. The guy has been doing it for over thirty years, so it, yeah. it must be like riding a bike. But to have you know issues and insecurities, and to put put it all out there. Um, about the mental issues he was dealing yeah. with, um, you know, like an open book is, uh, first of all, it is brave yeah. because, because not only is he letting you inside his, uh, his, his, his life, life yeah, yeah, his personal life, but he's, you know, always on the radio and he didn't have to, no. you know, he didn't have to, he could have just kept it, kept it to himself, kept it, you know, that's my personal life. I'm yeah, dealing with some but, issues. You know, I think that's part of, uh, the recovery yeah. is talking about it. Yeah. And the fact that he could he could speak to somebody and somebody be that audience. And I also think that he's also looking out for people that aren't as lucky as he is, sure. you know, to have a, a support group, you know. And he is speaking to people that are in the same same situation and are probably now going to seek help because he was on the radio talking about his uh, trials and tribulations. Yeah, it does help because, you know, we get these text messages of, hey, I'm having similar issues. Thank you for speaking about it. It got me talking to my family. Like, Oh, Not even oh, just to everybody great. else, just at least one person. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, can I have a number for help? You know, is there the helpline numbers, depression yeah. helpline, you know, suicide help helpline, all of those, and and it, even a text, which is you know probably the easiest thing to do because it's so anonymous that if a couple of people can start texting in and and you know getting help. Then that's good, and it's 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 working and it's helping. So yeah, so it's good to have been back. Definitely, and, and definitely great good that to he back. was able to talk about it. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, just 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 so good. Just the goodness is always there. Uh, you know, sometimes you know, uh, they, I, I I feel, and I, you might feel differently. I feel like just at, at sometimes things just uh, aren't jiving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and they go in kind of like um, they, they go in these cycles where. Maybe it's just like, you know, every relationship. Sometimes, you know, they're they're jiving and then sometimes they're a little bit off. They're still great, 
yeah. together, but sometimes they're a little bit off. But man, this past week was was just I thought they were, uh, they were super on point, and uh, yeah, it, it makes me pre sad, <laughs> like like being with get to to know that their one day will be a, a day where they no longer would be broadcasting no together. Kevin and yeah. yeah, you know it's going to be you know something different. So that definitely makes me sad. But but that's where now, I'll step in for now. Uh, <laughs> hey, mugs. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for now, uh, that's what you're known for, right? The good timing. Good timing. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, props to them for uh, being who they are and uh, providing the funny and all this uh, entertainment for us and uh, for all, how many years? 26 years? It's been 28. 28? 28 28 years. years. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on from that. Is that a, is that uplifting or is that a downer? I, I can't. No. I can't. No, it's uplifting, right? If, we're if just I, giving if, props to that. If, I feel if, like I yeah. feel like we're. I'm saying a bye to a friend or something right if now. If I what, had what, Beans what uh, Audio Vault, I would have uh, dropped that real talk right there, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's just how I feel. I, I don't know where that came from. That wasn't planned or anything. But I'm emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am emotional, Omar. <laughs> um, but uh, mugs. I'm glad you're here. What up? What up? You're a man on the street this week with the Jen. Van. All week with the Kevin and Bean Janky Van, handing out great prizes to the masses, and thank you for everybody who showed up and won some stuff. Tell me about the people and their love for the Janky Van and how it was out there. First thing they asked for anywhere they showed up was, hey, do you have any of the more of those toy Janky Vans? And I said, yes. And I hooked them up and they were so happy. And then the people that would show up and we were all out, they would be very sad. I'll tell you what, man. Um, I, this, th- I, I don't do this very often. I don't have a, a K-Rock sweatshirt. I don't have a K-Rock hat. I don't have... Yeah, um, why do you hate working with me? <laughs> no, no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just not that guy that was like, oh man, I need a K-Rock swag. Like, yeah. like, like the Lightning would have everything. He'd have to- a K-Rock toilet paper if, he, if, there was, if there was some, you know what I mean? The one item out of all these years that I've worked here, over 15 years that I truly went out of my way to ask Beer Mug to save me one was a janky van. Really? Oh yeah. I was like, it's a cool item. All right. It's here, a cool here, item. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to jack five of them. Okay. And for our B team listeners, B team only. All right. I'm not going to promote this social media anywhere. Okay. If they email me at DJ Sanchez at KROQ.com and what's a good code word? Um, Dick bag. <laughs> All right. I don't want a full on email. I just want subject line dick bag. There you go. <laughs> That's it. First five emailers. Awesome. Boom. Dick bag in the subject line and then address because then okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. call. Good call. Yeah, but I will respond to you with the first five and. If you're not the first five and I don't respond to you, that means it's too late. Sorry. Yeah, back to Omar not having anything K-Rock related. You should see his collection of 94.7 The Wave gear. Oh, it's through <laughs> the roof. Are you kidding? All this old school Dave Koz stuff, you know, of him playing with the saxophone. Oh, man. Oh, your Luther Vandross shirt. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> top, top notch. Top yeah. notch. But uh, anything interesting happened when you meet, met some of the peeps? Well, let's see. A lot of people brought me food. A lot of people brought me Krispy Kreme donuts. They, How nice are they people? Know, awesome. They yeah. know the way to my heart. And yeah. It's through my stomach. Yeah. You know uh, what beer mug didn't bring us? Huh. Food or Krispy Kreme <laughs> donuts? <laughs> you got to be out there in the trenches with me, Dave. You got to be out there in the trenches. Oh, man. Uh, no, but everybody was great. Everybody was awesome. Uh, big, big Kevin and Bean fans. A couple B-team fans. So uh, thanks for cool. showing up. Hey, should we start the show? Yeah. Woo! Come and on now <laughs> and take a ride with the B-team. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. 
to show everybody grab your Vaseline. The B team, yeah. The B team, the B team. Oh, that's right. The B team, baby. Oh, right. yeah. So who are you? Oh my! Oh yeah, <laughs> we have to I have to pretend like we're hosts, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my name is DJ Omar Khan. I am the imaging director of the Kevin and Bean Show, and I am DJ. Okay. Nope. You're DJ Omar Khan. <laughs> I am, I am a DJ, DJ Sanchez, but I am King. The- <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. I can't read and you can't talk. <laughs> God damn it! I am the King of Mexico, the producer of the Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, shockingly, and I'm beer mug. <laughs> <laughs> mugs is just mugs. Ah, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. What a what a start. Hey, remember when lightning was here? The lightning days where the show was kind of kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> it was all you boring. Know, it was like straight lace. It was and... kind of kind of professional sounding a little bit. <laughs> He would actually try, but um, <laughs> since Bean's back, uh, he 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 actually graced us with this uh, moment with, and I thought it was uh, fitting to start the uh, show with this. And now a moment with Bean. The only thing I can think is uh, mistaken door, mistaken door. They they mistaken thought they doorbell to... identity. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I, I'm not sure how to say it, but they they meant to go to somebody else's house. Got the wrong. Uh, apartment or condo or house number, whatever you have. How about wrong address? Like that? <laughs> that would have been a more succinct way to say it. That was a moment with Bean. That's a uh, welcome back, Bean. Ah, uh, yeah, love that, love that. Didn't we get an Afro calls complaining about the lack of moments with? Yes, yes, and they, I, I, I'm the guy who puts everything together, all those moments with together, and they do need to step up their moment game <laughs> because, yeah, we're we're not going to have the top ten if we keep going at this rate. Yeah, yeah, they they need to step up their moment. Yeah, stop game. being good, Kevin and Bean. Yes, seriously, <laughs> this is something that you guys have not heard, and um, so Lightning um gifted us this huge DVD, uh, not DVD, hard drive of um old Kevin and Bean audio. We used to store this stuff on what we call DATS, digital audio tapes, and uh, we had about one. 180 of these uh, dats that he archived, and he like a greedy little little kid. <laughs> He's like just, a squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Squirrel with a bunch of nuts. He didn't let anybody have this hard drive until until he left. Right. So uh, he gave it to me for a best of like two years. Okay, two years year ago. ago. Year ago. So yeah. I I finally got my hands on this, and it is. We could do B teams for. Another ten years with all this audio, man. I'm cool with doing that. Let's do it. <laughs> he's got. He's got. Uh, there's uh, celebrity refrigerators that I haven't even heard about. Wow. Today's bonus track, ladies and gentlemen, is a special Mother's Day bonus track where yeah. they talk to Carol Brady from the Brady Bunch. Florence wow. Henderson. Florence Henderson. Nice. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So this is um, one of these things that I've never heard of. I guess I don't know if it was a common thing, but John Frost, production god John Frost, did a safety breast spot. A Kevin Bean. Safety Safety breath. So basically, this is kind of like SNL's. Uh, this is K Rock, Kevin Bean versions of the SNL little spoof commercials. Yeah. Okay, uh, tell me what you guys think of it. Oh no, not Sue, and a great big frown too. You know, Madge, huh? Bob doesn't pay any attention to me anymore. What's wrong, Sue? Could it be your pathetic and woefully inadequate breasts? I thought about implants, but frankly, the thought of unnecessary elective surgery scares me, and our federal government is warning us against it. Hmm. Have you thought about Kevin and Bean's strap-on safety breasts? Kevin and Bean's safety breasts? <laughs> Fill me in. That's just what Bob will do when you surprise him with your shapely new figure. <laughs> Sounds Whoa. too good to be true. Are you sure they're safe? Safe? They're silicone-free and baby-soft. In fact, if I can let you in on a little secret, 
I'm wearing some right now. <laughs> the next day. Well, how did it go with Bob last night? Let's just say it's a miracle I can walk. Oh. <laughs> Lucky Sue. And you can be too. Get your Kevin and Bean strap on safety breasts while they last. The non surgical way to keep the Bob in your life from taking it into his own hands. Available in pairs only, now with free installation. Kevin and Bean. Better living through science. That was fun. It's fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. Uh, but the interesting part is. What was the context of that? Like, why were they, why was this made? I have no idea. I think, you know, John Frost is one of these creative guys who gets an idea into his head, and I think he can't move on until he does it. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so it might have been one of those deals where, like, oh, I have this idea kind of thing, and then presented to Kevin Amin. Because when Kevin Amin first started, they did not have a production guy. They had a producer. I don't know who their first producer was. And then they had, uh, if they needed any pr- production, they had to be kind of like on the ball, said, okay, you know, on Wednesday we're going to need this, because John Frost would have to do it all. And then John Frost at the time was the production uh, director of the entire station. Let's call Lightning and ask him who the first producer was. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It wasn't Frank Murphy? No, no, no. Let's see. But then, but then after, let's just hang up on him. <clears throat> after he gives us an answer. <laughs> is that the hold music? <laughs> it's the hold music for, for us. This is Jay. Hey, dude. It's uh, Omar, Dave, and Muggs. I am in a meeting, but uh, are, my, are, we, are we taping? Are we live right now? Now we just have a question for you. We just have one question. One quick question. Okay. Uh, who was Kevin and Bean's first producer? Uh, the first producer was Laura Brown. Laura oh. Brown. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thanks, Bye, Jay. You got it. Bye. All right, later. <laughs> uh, I love wasting this time. That's funny that he was in a meeting and he got a call. All right, so uh, the first producer was actually Laura Brown. Oh, interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you guys want to hear some... Like I said, going through this hard drive, I found some amazing stuff that I've heard Kevin Bean talk about over the years. But it's also it's one of these things where you don't think it's as good as the stories, right? Yeah. Because the myth is greater, you know, than you know reality. Is that a saying? It is, <laughs> it is, it is now. Yeah. The <laughs> okay. myth is greater than the reality. So you guys have heard Kevin Bean talk about back in the day that um, Bean had a jaywalking ticket and they went to court. And they recorded what happened, and Holy and crap. Kevin um, represented Bean, and <laughs> they wanted to plead insanity. You guys remember, remember that story, Was right? Was that in Burbank? Uh, it had to be. It had to be. Yeah. That's wow. where they got their start. So this was, you know, circa 1990. Wow. And it's pretty unbelievable. You guys um, tell me when to, when to start and stop, um, because I think this is all good all the way through. Not... not like if I was if I was in 1990 listening to this, it wouldn't. I'm like, all right. But now knowing what we know, that they secretly recorded a judge and went and tried to do this nonsense what? is pretty mind blowing. Pretty crazy. All right, let's uh, let's dive in. This is labeled uh, Kevin and Bean in court. All right, it's uh, Kevin and my client Bean. We're doing the walk of death now. Man, I'm already getting nervous. I'm really getting nervous now. It's, it's the walk of death. We're heading down the sidewalk toward the courthouse. Building is right over there. We had to park a ways away. Now, I hope I can get back within two hours or I'll get a parking ticket. I know, for the darn meter. Then we'll have to come back and fight it. See, because all this I don't need. <laughs> I don't need any of that setup. Uh, We're at go. the uh, South Hill Station down in uh, Los Angeles. Thanks a lot, Kevin, for taking me out for my final meal as a free man. I appreciate that. No problem. Carl's Jr. never tasted so good. No, I think you know you're going to get off with me as your lawyer. Well, I hope hey, that's Get off. Hey. Oh. Well, I hope Ding. that's true. Now, again, for those of you who have not been following this saga, 
I got a jaywalking ticket last month in Hollywood. I was walking against the light just between you and me because we're friends. I was guilty as hell. (laughs) We're trying to get off, though. We're pleading insanity. But our big problem is we understand we've got Hang and Henry for a judge. And we're not sure that he's going to take kindly to the whole... whole you know, the, the insanity thing. Now, you were going to or from the, the record store Green Hill? On my way, uh, on a little street called Cherokee in downtown Hollywood to a record store called Green Hill. That's where I was headed. All right, we're going to plead insanity, but just in case, because I'm such a thorough lawyer... Man, you have done your research. Just in case insanity doesn't work, I've got Kevin and Bean's... We're stealing from David Letterman now. Kevin and Bean's top ten reasons why Bean jaywalked. Shall we try some of these out on each other before we face the judge? Absolutely. Reasons why I was jaywalking that day. Number ten... Thought the hand on the don't walk sign was waving me across. Right. Number nine, to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. Number eight, at that moment, the evil spirit Bob inhabited my body. Man, they couldn't write comedy then. They can't write comedy now, huh? Yeah, maybe that's why they don't write anymore, you know? Like, this is the result. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I didn't want my friends to think I was a chicken. <laughs> Number six, the guy inside Green Hill said it would be okay. You think he's going to buy any of these? No. Number five, I didn't want to be late for the Geraldo special on postal employees who worship the devil. Do you think they're like writing these and high fiving each other? Nailed it! Oh, yeah, you know, like no, what, what, it, do you, what do you think is going through through their head? Dave? No, I right now they're like, "Hey, I got something cool. All right, good. That's it. Yeah. yeah then, okay. they, then they do, and they're like, eh, "It's all right." <laughs> yeah. Number four, I was just doing what the little voices told me. Number three, I was walking off a leg cramp. Number two, <laughs> I thought it would be okay with a purchase. And the number one reason why I was jaywalking that day in Hollywood, if insanity doesn't work, these damn kids today got no respect for the law. (laughs) All right. I'm glad we have that arsenal to fall back on, though. All right, we're heading inside the courtroom now. Uh, Court's in about uh, 10 minutes. Let's see what happens. All right, we've been ushered inside the courthouse. This is inside the freaking courthouse, dude. This is insane. Okay, so this was, what year you said, Omar? Around 1990. So they didn't have compact... Well, they had little tape recorders back then. I'm thinking. Uh, so how would Kevin like? How would he be able to walk? Oh, that 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 quality sounds pretty good. Like they had microphones. Is security as tight in those courtrooms as it is today? Has anyone ever gotten a jaywalking ticket? No, I have not. I have. Okay. And let me just say, it's no different than getting a speeding ticket or another. You walk into the courtroom, you stand in front of a judge, and right, yeah, you know. No, but uh, do they have back then? Did every metal place detectors? do they have all the metal detectors? With back Whoa. then, I would wow. think they would have to. I, I, I mean, they would have to. I don't know. I yeah, don't... they did because of the OJ trial and stuff like that. They had metal detectors. Okay, then too. but maybe, maybe they just you know put it in the little bucket, and they, you know, I mean, now yeah, it, it, yeah. it just looks like some sort of weird device. You yeah. know what I mean? So they were like, you know, probably opened it up and inspected it. It probably looked like a tape player or a boombox. We've been ushered inside the courthouse. Yeah, man, it's showtime now. I'm really nervous. There's How many people are here? Hundreds? Oh, yeah. And you're telling me who's sitting behind us? I'm telling you that the guy sitting behind us in this traffic court is the lead singer of Men at Work. Men at Work? I'm telling you, that's who he is. I live, I come from a land down under. That's the same guy. What's his guy's name? The guy with the weird eye. It's not him. It's him. It's the guy from Men at Work. It's not him. We'll find out later. Let's be quiet because they're letting the last people in. We haven't seen the judge yet. We haven't seen Hang and Henry. <laughs> But uh, well, we met a guy named uh, Russell. Russell. Russell's here for forgery. We don't think he did it. Okay, at this point, what the hell are you guys doing? Why, why is this on the air, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> they're talking about a dude from Men at Work and a, yeah, guy, but, a guy named Russell. But a wonky eye and stuff yeah, like that, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with this. Are you? Yeah. yeah. We're going to be character witnesses. We told him he could call us later and we'd say what a good friend he's been over the years. How he's always looked after our kids. He could never have done it. We're making friends and influencing people here today, are we? I'm telling you, it's the guy. It's not him. You say that? Let me see. The, ju- the judge is holding up a stuffed animal. He's looking at the stuff. Did they take this part of the trade in? 
What's he doing, like a comedy show here? What's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. We're in line now. Okay. He's going to be here in our case in two people. What is my bid? He's, he's taking bids. Bid, man. I'm not going to bid. <laughs> All right, I'll bid. Think I'll get it? A, a midget just seconds ago got off for jaywalking. He just told the judge he didn't do it. We didn't think of that defense. No, we didn't. All right, we're next. All right, man, here we go. Good luck. All right. Looking over your case. When, when do we, can we plead insanity? Who are you? I'm just with him. You're just with him? Yeah. So Kevin pushed out! Yeah! Pushed out! Totally, totally pushed out. I'm just I'm with just him. Yeah. Oh. When, when do we, can we plead insanity? Wait, wait, wait. Who are you? I'm just with him. You're just with him? Yeah. Just a friend. Well, I'll tell you how. Just like that, I'll do a friend. Oh, man. Throw him in jail. Four days to jail. No, no. He threatens to throw him in jail for four days. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, that's a bad idea. Look at everybody's like laughing. What kind of courtroom is this? Jesus. Are you kidding me? Oh, that's a bad idea. I'm not depressed. <laughs> You're not depressed. I am. It's my 20 bucks. We lost, Kevin. I thought you said it was airtight. I thought you said we couldn't lose. We said, Call me Perry Mason, you said. <laughs> we said, can we plead insanity? He said, pay 20 bucks. Now, the guy before us, the midget, <laughs> the, the midget before us, who was also up for jaywalking, he said, steps up and he says, I didn't do it. The judge said, have a nice day. Okay, go ahead and leave. That was it. And he let him off just because he said, his whole defense was, I didn't do it. We tried your damned harebrained scheme and look at this, I'm out $20. Well, I just got to say this. I'm disappointed we didn't get a chance to drop Doug Llewellyn's name. <laughs> and we had all those good reasons to get off. But I, I just I just got to say I'm happy to be out of the pokey. I mean, you don't know how good it is to see the green grass and smell the fresh air. Although he did threaten. Yeah. He did threaten jail, didn't he? Well, I'd, I'd just like to point out my loyalty at that point. Yeah, I did notice that. He asked, who are you? And you said, I don't know this guy. I'm with the guy behind me. Thanks a lot for that, counselor. Thanks a pant load for that. If anybody needs legal help from Kevin, give us a call. Yeah. Your wheels of justice at work, folks, on K-Rock. Oh, man. That's pretty great, right? That was I good. Loved it. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty great. That's, that's Dude, so crazy. took an audio recording into a freaking courtroom. It had to be one of those. I'm telling you, I used to have one of those. Uh, little tape recorders? Yeah, maybe. That's what it had to be. Maybe. Okay, that's not the point, <laughs> but No, I mean, no, it is. Who because, cares? No, who cares how they're doing it? The fact that they're doing it, that's the interesting part. I want to I I go into court and record a judge. Oh, that's man. why. Well, do it, please. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. And that definitely lived up to uh, the hype. Oh, man. Yeah. When you saw the, the file name, you're like, yes, this better be good. Yeah. Yeah. And then totally. it was. Uh, Dave, you have a little thing to get us into this next piece? Well, I sent out a tweet of at K-R-O-Q-K-O-M. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, asking, you know, what do people want to hear about? Mm-hmm. And, you know, May is Masturbation Awareness Month or something like that. Yeah. And so at Rogelio underscore sent us a tweet and said, hey, that time Ralph tried to break the masturbation record. He didn't do it. He 
came up short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. So we uh, want to hear that. All right, so this is gonna, we're gonna we're gonna incorporate two little features. First, it's masturbation month. Masturbation month. Oh, masturbation month. Yeah. Here's our tribute to you, cause it's masturbation month. Uh. Masturbation month. Uh. Masturbation month. Uh. Here's our tribute to you, cause it's masturbation month. Yeah. yeah masturbation month. Oh. oh, masturbation month. Here's our tribute to you, cause it's masturbation month. Oh. You like? <laughs> <laughs> I still think he could have sped that up uh, and yeah. just got quicker and quicker, but I know why. <laughs> yeah, you got to play, play by the rules. Yeah. Uh, so this is our Tribute to Masturbation Month, and it's also our Ralph Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys want to check out Ralph Garman, get your Ralph Garman on. Uh, he's on Patreon.com. Just search uh, the Ralph R- Report. The Ralph Report on there. Uh, so I remember this. I was running the board when Ralph attempted this, and we set up. It wasn't even an ISDN because he had a regular phone line there. It was something like an ISDN but lower quality. So Scott, the engineer, went over there, set him up with this box, and basically it was like very rudimentary, a little box with a microphone sticking out of it that they set up next to his uh, bed, I believe. And um, sure enough, uh, like many things on the Kevin and Bean show that you think we would fake... We we don't fake the funk here on the Kevin and Bean show. We go for broke, and what, what... have we ever tried to fake? I mean, other than April Fool's pranks, we were pretty real deal. Yeah, there's, right? I don't think there's anything the guys ever, and Confessor Crime, but yeah. other than that, and they learned their lesson from that. Yeah. And I think they just, they said, you know, it sounds better too when you're when it's real. And it's true. Like Rick, people like Rick Dees and Ryan Seacrest, I mean, they fake a bunch of their stuff. Yeah. So, and of, you could hear it. I mean, you know? and there's services out there where they have people call in and, yeah. and do fake, like, kickoff subjects and stuff like that which is listen if that's the way you want to do it that's the way you want to entertain the people right the goal is to entertain everybody but the guys just like to be natural they like that real reaction which is which is i think way better for the listeners because you're guaranteed so uh, a laugh or a reaction that is genuine um so ralph went and he stayed home he was still doing the little showbiz reports that he uh that um during the show <laughs> but when he wasn't he was literally he was spanking it. Oh, and, and he was spanking it, and yeah. I, I and I remember like in the morning when we were doing it, thinking, "Oh, this is funny, okay." And then you know he spanked he um, after the first showbiz, he he you know spanked one off, and uh, the re uh, ref- refractory period is that what you call it? Um, when you you know the period of time that it takes to reload, let's say <laughs> the refractory period period was about a half hour, maybe the first time, okay, and then and then he does he does a showbiz and stuff, and then he knocks another one out, Jeez. and uh, you know he's in queue, you know, so I'm turning it down, but you know, I mean, you, 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 I, I, I think I was able to hear you know <laughs> no, him, you him watching some porn. No, 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 oh, not, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. not the action. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, man. This is pretty gross, <laughs> you know. You're um, listening to a dude get yeah, horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think the record was 27. I mean, we'll 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 play the little recap here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The, of all time, 27 in a day. 27 in a 24 hour period. I believe that's right. I believe I could be mistaken. How is it? But really, like for me, 27 doesn't seem like a lot. I'm like in I'm a thinking, day. Yeah. You think you could get like three off in an hour to start, and then I think I can rock it, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh. Does that seem like a lot to you? That uh, seems like it seems like a lot. It does? Uh, yeah. an insane amount. Really? Yeah. Maybe if you're like what 
15, maybe? You, yeah. You get there? 15 with like two Viagras down? <laughs> I don't know. To me, that didn't seem that much. Uh, Rob's like a connoisseur, though, okay? <laughs> so, so he's on another level, so he thought he could beat the record. So let's listen to uh, The Day After. I've never seen such a muscular right arm. That's, that's very impressive. <laughs> it's like Popeye. Dude, I can't so uh, really in move now. this anymore. It's sort of uh, <laughs> it's stuck. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a permanent set of spasm. Well, as you can imagine, we're on the edge of our seats to get the update, but we thought maybe first, Ralph, before we find out how close you came in your, no pun intended, how close you ended up in your attempt for the world record for masturbation in a 24-hour period, we thought maybe a look back. Well, This is, this is uh, uh, not that anybody will care, but I do care. This is my first... Um, Big production piece that I did for Kevin and Bean. Oh wow! So you put, first the, you put this together. I put this together. Yeah, first one, and um, this was during during the part where in my career I wasn't doing any anything like this. I was just doing like you know uh, standard like little sweepers and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I took it upon myself to 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 do this like on my own. I stayed here all night. Nice. And then I played it for Kevin, and he thought it was it was awesome. You know, I was all geeked out at the time. Now I'd be like, just play it, asshole. <laughs> Well, fellas, I've got a industrial-sized drum of lubricant, a stack of fresh towels. I've got my first couple hours, at least, of porn lined up. I'm starting to schedule my day. I'm starting <laughs> off, I think, with anal action. I'd like to get a, a, at least a dozen off before the show's over. The Spankathon is on. <laughs> Go! Spank! No, I knew the one thing getting into this competition, the one thing I have to keep my head in the game about was uh, lubrication. Sure. So I'm, I am well lubed. In fact, I've lubed my entire body. We're 25 minutes in, and it's time for our first update. Two! Oh. Ralph. Ralph. Oh. Ralph. Seriously, Ralph. Ralph. What? Huh? I am at number five. The plumbing is fine. The mechanics are fine. Sure. It's the it's the mental aspect of the game, which I didn't yes. even consider. I'm going to try to read some porn, maybe some phone sex later on today. Okay. i got to keep uh, changing genres of porn. I'm pretty much done with the anal, I think. <laughs> I am the Lance Armstrong of masturbation. My goal is to try to get a dozen in before the end of the show. And the number is... Seven. No way I can keep this pace up. I had to bring out the big guns already. Is that right? What are the big guns? Yeah. British girl porn. This is not going to be easy, that's all. My brake lines have been bled so much now that uh, the hydraulics really just aren't working. You know, all athletes talk about the zone, yep. and I have, to, I have to find mine. And the new number is... Eleven. Oh, wow. wow. God, two more since we talked to you last hour. That's incredible. If I can get 20 done by sometime mid-afternoon, I'm thinking. You're screwed. God bless the people at KY. Right? I think you might be able to achieve 12 before the show biz. Go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go try. Yank. Congratulations. He you see? Nice selection. Yeah. You are. You see? Yeah. Congratulations. He made 12. That was your goal for the That's day. Awesome. That's what I was shooting for. This you hear, like, Lisa? That's awesome. That was your goal for the That's day. Awesome. That's what I was shooting for. This seemed like well, a much better idea Monday. A little do you feel like masturbating right now, Ralph? I never wanted to do anything less <laughs> than touch and, myself. And you still have to because it's your job. Yeah, I'm screwed. Yeah. Nice, nice music selection, yeah. by Thanks, the way. dude. Thanks, yeah. thanks. He literally got paid to spank that day. It's your prayers that give me erections. I'm going to have to do the last one at work, guys. You know that, right? Well, well, hold on a second. Yeah, why don't you just come in after the last one? <laughs> All right, a little recap from yesterday's Kevin and Bean show in the morning. Brought a tear to my eye. As Ralph began his uh, his quest for the uh, the masturbation record, by the way, for those of you that did not hear, is 36 times. Oh, 36, 36. orgasms In 24 hours, which to me seemed impossible. 
impossible. Well, it did, and that's what uh, started the whole ball rolling here is because Ralph looked at that and said, that's doable, that's doable. And uh, you just heard what happened up through 10 o'clock this morning in the first four hours of the competition. And i got to tell you, Ralph, we're just like all the listeners out there who were desperate for updates throughout the day, and you did email us a couple of times with progress, but we want to find out how it went uh, after the show ended. You look good, too, by the way. You don't look like you've... um been up all night. The phone, a marathon. the phone kept ringing. Tammy Heidi was calling. Jed was calling. Stryker was calling. I was like, guys, leave me alone. I'm trying to get something done here. <laughs> well, you kept Tammy on the phone for a while. Who is that? I think that was Lisa. No. Was it? it no, sounds it weird. Lisa. You look good, too, by the way. You oh, don't thanks. look like you. Now you look phone? good, too, by the way. You oh, don't thanks. look like you've... Um, been up all night. Yourself the, phone, marathon. the phone kept ringing. <laughs> who is that? Why don't any of us know who that is? I don't know. That's not Lisa. That's not Lisa. No. Now you look good, too, by the way. You don't look like you've... Been up Boring all night. Yourself. The, phone, marathon. the phone kept ringing. Tammy Heidi huh. was calling. Jed was calling. Stryker was calling. I was like, guys, leave me alone. I'm trying to get something done here. <laughs> well, you kept Tammy on the phone for What's a while. What's the update? Right? What's the update? I was like, leave me alone. I'll, I'll email you. Do we have some big music as Ralph kind of gives us the recap of what happened yesterday after 10 a.m.? Uh, I thought, well, some uh, kind of. Uh, yeah, is there, is there a story or anything to be told before we get to that point? Do you just want to get I right think to the we number? We should just announce the number and then I'll right. tell you the story. Thirty-two. No! I came up a little short. Was he married at this time? Uh, no, 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 no. He couldn't have been, right? This uh, this was 2003, October 2003. Um, He'd probably got married. He's been married, I think, two or three years more than I have. So I've been married nine years. Do the Holy math. Holy crap. Uh, nah, math is hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 So this is probably 2000. Uh, when he got married was probably 2007 around there. All right. Not to be gross. And yeah. We may have to edit this. Okay. But what do you think it looked like after he was done with it? Oh. And by it being his penis. Like it had to have rug burns. No, no, no. But, and uh, and that's why you used a lot of lube. You lube yeah, it up. You lube, lube it up, Chris. I'm about to. <laughs> lube it up, Chris, because that's how I was born to jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good jingle. That's how, that's how my brain works. Muggs, I know you have experience in this. I've been doing multiple times. <clears throat> it, at, what, at what point does it have to like start functioning? <clears throat> well, here's the thing. I mean, I think the most that maybe I've ever done it in a day is like... Hey, hold on. Hey, uh, Greg and Troy, if you guys are listening. Greg, this is why you shouldn't let Troy listen. Okay, exactly this conversation. Okay, okay go All ahead. Right. Sorry. The most I've ever done in a day has to be f- six. Okay. What? Maybe six or seven. That's a lot. All right. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. That's a lot. That's so much. And that's like, I mean, that's like a really, me being really bored that day. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the physical feeling that you get afterwards, it's, 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 it's painful. It's, it's, you feel, it's, it doesn't feel good. I mean, you're not even doing anything in, in, it hurts. So I don't know, like, how is that possible? And to answer to Dave's question, it had a use, it looked like used beef jerky. Well, I, I don't know. And, and I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was definitely, definitely sore. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, sore. It must have been super sore. I mean, think about it. You haven't worked out in a long time and you do arm curls. Oh, man. Like the next day, your arms are sore just because of the muscle going back and forth. I mean, is it a muscle? Oh. Man, <laughs> but I just say up now and that, down, now, up and down. Dave, now that now that you bring that up, oh, man, it's so weird. Think about it. It's something yeah. I really want. I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's something I would like to know. Science, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's 
Hmm. By so the if way, anyone knows the answer, call 800-520-10067. By the way, I'm now happy that the entire B-team listening audience knows that I masturbated six times in one day just because. Yeah. Not because of a record. Just because. <laughs> just because. Wow, you look oh, like you please. would, too. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now, dude. All right. You guys ready for a member this? Let's do it. Yeah. Member. Member this. Member. So once upon a time, I fell in love with this man named John Kilduff. Oh. He used to uh, have this YouTube channel. It was called Let's Paint TV. No, it wasn't a YouTube channel. It turned into a YouTube channel. This was on a, on public access cable TV. Yep. And I don't know how we found it, but we found it through YouTube, I think, maybe. Was no, it? No, I or think no? this is where people would call in and... and how would like, we get the audio, though? Uh, recorded it. Because it was on Channel 56. I remember I had cable. Oh, no yeah. way. Wow, okay. Yeah. So this guy would be on a treadmill, have a little table with a blender on it, make blended drinks, and paint at the same time. And his whole shtick was, hey, I could be on a treadmill, make blended drinks, and paint, <laughs> and be motivating and ex- inspiring. He wanted to inspire people to be creative. And There's no excuse for you not to do anything. And if pe- I could do all this. And people would just call in and clown. <laughs> just clown. And and by the way, uh, uh, if uh, you guys ever hear us say, Santa Monica, this is where it came this from. This is where Santa Monica, is where it came, Santa from. Monica came from. So uh, we don't have that. You know what? Maybe in uh, the next B-team episode, we have to just go through some Let's Paint TV audio. Maybe oh, the, the first time we actually discovered it. Ooh, maybe. Because that's where the audio is. People, would, people, cholos actually, would call in and say, hey, this is West Side. And it was like, you know what? Mala Salvatrucha, you know, 18th Street. And hey, then, your mom. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it, it was crazy. So we instantly fell in love with this guy. Yeah. This guy was insane. And it and wouldn't phase him. That was the best part. It would not phase him. He would just keep going. And so we fell in love with him. We got him on, on K-Rock and we, we talked to him. And by, by, I don't know, we were so lucky that John invited uh, myself, Dave, and Mike Catherwood to go down there. And Mike went with his band. At the time, his band was called... Band Packs. Band Packs. Band Packs. And then I took my little DJ gear over there. And Dave, I think you weren't on camera. You were just producer guy, right? I was just... I you were just there for fun. I was fun. just there for fun because yeah. it was going to be awesome. So uh, we all had, had head down there and... I get a driver because I started j- drinking Jack and Diet Cokes about like eight in the morning. Well, do you remember the the car we went in was Band Packs well, One, the, the limo. which was a broken down, busted white limo <laughs> from, from like the seventies, yeah, seventies old limo, yeah. And we all hopped, we all met at Mike Mike's place, Mike yeah. Catherwood, and his band and us and the camera guy Alex Roush. <laughs> the first time we're meeting him, by the way, all hop in. And immediately they open up a bottle of, of vodka and say, "All right, let's pass it around to. Uh, we better finish it before we get there." So good. So, um, so this is this is uh, uh, what we did on that show, and this is us on Kevin and Bean talking about our appearance on Let's Paint TV. The end of last year, we were introduced to a uh, to a cable access TV show called Let's Paint and Exercise and Mix Blended Drinks, and it's hosted <laughs> by a, a guy by the name of John Kilduff. Here's a little bit of the audio that we had. Yes, that. I'm your host, John Kilduff. We're going to get to painting. We're going to do some exercising, and of course, we're going to make some wonderful blended drinks. And I know juices are the way to go. You know, I mean, Definitely. it keeps you healthy. And, a- uh, and this is Santa Monica. 
Santa Monica. Yeah. So that's where the guy who crank calls us all the time. This is Santa Monica. Got, got yeah. that from. Monica. <laughs> All right, man. Hello, caller. Santa Monica. Right. Okay, so that's where that came from, by the way. A lot of people wanted to know, where did Santa Monica come from? The people prank calling this TV show. Mm-hmm. So Psycho Mike decided that he needed to be on this program. Yeah. Along with DJ Omar, and Psycho Mike has a band called Band Packs. Yep. And you were on when? When were you on this program? Hey, who knew that they were going to explain everything on here? <laughs> and you were on when? When were you on this program? Saturday afternoon. Now, this is a guy who runs on a treadmill and is terribly out of breath. <laughs> and he's wearing a three-piece suit, too, usually when he's on the treadmill. And he never stops for the whole show. For all 30 minutes of it, he's running on this treadmill while he's painting and making blended drinks. And I guess his point is that you can be inspired to do whatever you want to do, but he, A, he's really bad at running on a treadmill. You can tell he's out of shape. B, he's the worst painter I've ever seen. And C, the blended drinks blow. Here's the thing about John Kilduff, though. Um, you may watch this show, and this is, uh, after Saturday, this is the one thing I came away with that I want to give back to the public, is that you watch the show and you may think, well, this this guy's just putting on an act. Right. John Kilduff 100% genuinely wants the public to be more motivated and do more with their life, and he sincerely believes that his show is helping, and he is 100% a real dude. Really? Because yes. But how is his show helping, though? He, I mean, I Somebody don't look at John and go, I need three. to... As- yeah, I don't, want to, I don't look at him and go, I, I'm going to aspire to be more like this guy on a cable access show. <laughs> I do. Ah. <laughs> Monks, out of curiosity, were you working a character in this? Yeah, it w- I was uh, just started interning for you guys. Okay. Uh, so really? I, yeah. So I didn't get to go down that day, but I do remember when you guys brought brought this video back. It, uh, he thinks that by multitasking in such a unique way that people can look at that and go, wow, well, I could do much more with my life, too. <laughs> I mean, he really believes that. Wow. All hmm. right. Uh, take, us through the, uh, take us through the thing. We get there in Bandpax 1, which is our official automobile, a 1988 <laughs> Cadillac limo that we all funneled in. Okay. And uh, we get there, and we have to sign our contracts, and, and immediately we load up, and we start the show. And this is how Mr. Kilduff opens Come up. Come here, John. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, people. Bandpax is in the house here on this Saturday morning, wherever you're watching. Happy New Year to you all. Happy 08. If you're watching it in 2009 and you celebrate 2009, happy 2009. This is a celebration of every year forever. I'm sorry, was that DJ Omar Khan? Yeah, yeah, I brought that little drop with me. And he only played it about 70 times within the half-hour show. Mike, did he skip the possibility of watching it in 2008? Yeah, Are you only watching either the end of 2007 or... 2009, what's that about? Um, to be honest, I think Kilduff's cognitive function is affected by the fact that he's in horrible shape and is sprinting on a treadmill. This is the funniest part, is that this is the very beginning yeah, of the show. Yeah. And he's so out of breath, he may not make it. And by the way, but, you'll hear later on in this clip, um, he's going about two miles an hour. Omar oh, is the yeah. one who uh, and motivates him to yeah, try to go faster. By the way, uh, I brought a fog machine with me. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> before we start, he's all like, I don't know about that fog, you know, because I'm going to be, you know, running on the treadmill. So as soon as we start the show, I'm like, <laughs> 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 Did he ask you to turn it down and yeah. you just cranked it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Nice. Awesome. All right, here's the rest of the show. It may have been a mistake to give Omar a microphone. <laughs> I brought my own PA. You, <laughs> you, you must, what time of the day was this? Uh, what, 11.45. 11, or, we started 11, on air. It was 11 in the morning. Yeah. 
Omar blasted out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. totally. Hammered. 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 You gotta go faster. <laughs> and uh, that was the theme of the whole show is Omar's a mental patient. <laughs> well, he, uh, John Kilduff has a sidekick by the name of Inga. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Swedish uh, exchange student. and Dave's uh, nailing her, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she, this, this time she wasn't helping making blended drinks. She was making a New Year's pudding pie. Okay. And this is, uh, this is Inga. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Inga, that's beautiful. Yeah. Inga's Swedish pudding. Inga's pudding. Inga's pudding. Inga's pudding. Inga's pudding. All right, let's take another call here. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to Let's Pay Cook Outside Blood Drinks. Let's go. Oh, what? DJ Omar Khan. Okay. Did you just say you're gay? Yeah. And hung up. And you're yelling? Yeah. So basically, you got Psycho Mike going, what? And Omar playing. DJ Omar Khan. Yeah. Seriously, like. You know, there's things um, in my past that I'm not proud of that I'm like, I, I yeah. can look back and be like, oh man, I'm such dick. a dick yeah. or whatever. This is not one of them. <laughs> you know what? I'm very I'm, proud I'm of this. I'm proud of everyone that uh, was there that day. Yeah. This was one of our greatest moments yeah, on air. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's cable access. There's nobody screening these phone calls and there's no delay button. People just get out and say whatever yeah. they want, it's right? Legal. It's legal. You 100%. can say the F yeah. word, you can say everything that you want to say. Yeah, and, you, won't be uh, able, you won't be able to hear in the phone call, um, in the audio I sent in because the audio was so terrible, but I called in three times from inside the studio. <laughs> Doing everything you can to drive this man to an early grave and he seems to like he's it. All, he's all good with it, yeah. It's funny you say that, drive him to an early grave, Kevin, because Omar officially almost killed us. Uh-oh. And I mean that literally. What happened? Well, we're wrapping up the show and Kilduff points to Omar and to band packs and he says, cut, 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 he's doing this because he wants to wrap up the show. You have, you're given a lot amount of time and if he you, wants his closing thoughts or whatever. He wants to give his closing thoughts. Okay. So he cuts us and he's giving his closing thoughts and Omar thinks it's a great time to light off a big sheet of fireworks. That's my man. That's my man. You know when really extreme things happen in your life? Uh, it, it can happen in a matter of seconds, but it seems like it's an eternity in yeah, your brain. Sure. Well, I watch. I'm standing behind Kildeff at this point. I'm helping him paint. Omar throws the fireworks down by my leg, and he's gonna—they're gonna blow me up. And Omar's screaming, "Mike, I'm Mike, screaming right because I play it. I decided to play it as my uh, music closed, Kung Fu Fighting. Okay, <laughs> so it's blaring, and Mike's playing his guitar and painting and stuff. And the firecrackers land on his foot, right? And I'm thinking, "Oh, s, like, oh my god!" And I'm like, "Mike, Mike, move, move!" So I look down, and as I look down, I, I think to myself. Those are fireworks <laughs> on a sheet, uh, a, a, a painting cloth that has soaked in paint thinner. Oh, good. <laughs> and paint. I didn't and know. I watched killed up, I watched myself kick over the paint remover like two seconds before that I kicked over the paint remover. And it's all over the floor and right. all over my leg. Nice. Oh my and so God. this is all happening. <laughs> and then the explosion. And you watch this on the video. It is the funniest part of the whole video. You have never seen true fear. Like John killed up when those explode in the studio. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see. Listen. Okay, everybody, that's it. The show's over. Explosion! Massive, yeah. huge, <laughs> oh. in a room the size of your kitchen, yeah. listeners. I did that okay, specifically for Kevin. Oh, that yeah. you rule! Yeah. Oh. You rule! We almost burned this place down just for the holidays. Yeah, with, with you know, almost fireworks. Yeah. Well, you will not be invited back. I um, was. I doubt that. Actually, yeah. I yeah. think Killed Up will have us anytime. And I'm show. I'm so going to be there. I was yeah. out of town, but I did receive this phone call from Omar. Hey, Kevin. This is Omar. Happy <laughs> holidays. All right. Let's think TV and all that bullshit. It was uh, 
Thank you. Hey, come pick shit up, on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude, that was such a good wow. time. Wow. And we never heard from John again. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was so drunk. Um, that was great. You know, I got seriously bummed out though. So, for some weird reason, and uh, don't ask me why, uh, a couple of years go by, and I decide to search John Kilduff. Okay. Yeah. And that I come to find out. Was all an act? Yeah, he's an he's it's a, all it's he's a performance he, artist. Yeah, that, he yeah. still paints and does yeah. all that. But he that, has like little like yeah. shows and stuff. He does art shows and stuff. I was so bummed out because I, I I thought he was for reals. Does he do that show? He doesn't do that show. No, he doesn't do that show anymore. But he still wears a three piece suit. Yeah, and he still does art. And he has shows like like an art show. Like he wants to be at a gallery. Like he has his Facebook page. And uh, his NC is on Instagram yeah. and I think a Twitter too because I, was so I played this whole seg, all three segments. By the way, there was three segments of uh, all of us of, there. Yeah. Oh really? And uh, I played them on, on the best of it. <laughs> it was so freaking good. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to check out their appearance, it is on YouTube. Just YouTube. Let's Paint TV, and I think DJ Omar Khan or <sighs> K Rock or something, and, and they'll. It'll pop up, and you got to see them. There's there's three videos, and they are amazing. It's so good, Wait, so good. Oh, yeah. After everything was done and the cameras were yeah. off, what did he say? Was he like, "Hey, great, great show, guys. Thank you." He just, yeah, yeah. He totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was all, it was all cool. And Inga is actually in real life is his wife. His wife, and yeah. is that not, it, Swedish, that's all, not uh, Swedish? Not Swedish. It's all an yeah. act. Yeah, it's all an act, man. And when I found out, I mean, I seriously was bummed out. I was like. God damn it! Because I had a feeling, and I I, I asked him, and like, hey, dude, you know, now that the show's over, uh, you know, it's 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 an act, right? And sure, no, he's like, no, he he kept it up. He he was, he was like a Borat before there was Borat. Yeah, you know, he yeah. said, I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Yo, can we do a little quick uh, Venmo shoutouts? Uh, sure. I want to hear my janky intro. Sure. Ven. Mo money, mo money. Shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I missed it. Hit that again. Right. Ven. Mo money, mo money. Shoutouts. <laughs> I dig it. All right, you can find us at Venmo. I'm at DKOM15. And uh, DJ Omar Khan for me. And I don't get it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't care. I just have these two shoutouts that I want to give. My first one is from Juan Ramirez, who paid me a dollar sixty-seven, and it was for Omar's speaking school tuition. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to learn how to speak and read. Yeah, reading yeah. emails was so much fun with you last week or last time for you guys. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> if you want to email, oh, you weren't here. I'm much. Bummed, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. email Omar at krock.com, beer mug at krock.com, or King of Mexico at krock.com. And my last one is from some guy named Kevin Ryder, who sent me a dollar for not turning left. No, <laughs> he will not yeah. let that go. You're no left turn. That's right. Yes, yeah, you're no NLP. left. That's funny. Uh, let's see. I have, I have a couple now that we're doing this. Um, somebody uh, remember when we were talking about MITT and how they were very cult like? Oh yeah. Some guy, uh, uh, Byron, gave me a buck. He's all thanks for exposing MITT. <laughs> gave me a buck for that. And uh, uh, Muggs was sick or. He called off a couple of days, and I was doing the weather reports. Yeah. And basically, Muggs is like, hey, dude, um, you can do whatever for the weather. Just make sure you get the commercial right. So I would be like, uh, you know what? You're in Southern California. It's probably going to be in the 70s. And then that's it. So I got 69 cents from a couple of people, from Daniel and Christian, because uh, they like the weather reports. That hey, I you did. know what? That weather report was good. It was funny. And people, I think understand yeah it was, it was fine uh, omar you want to start doing them for no me? no <laughs> <laughs> there, how many do you do a day 
This is fifteen. Like, Fifth. That's a lot. No mugs. A lot. They are live. No. Oh, wait. I mean, I, yeah. Oh wait, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah, um, and then uh, <laughs> a couple of people uh, paid me a couple uh, a couple of dollars for uh, my Jersey recap because I make them feel better about themselves. You see, uh, Natalie, Kathleen, and uh, regular Ke- Kevin and Bean contributor um, Isai Holmes. Thanks, Asai. So I appreciate that. That was that was funny. So all right. So that was Ven. Mo money, mo money. Shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good talk, guys. Yeah, I think uh, that was a good episode. Yeah, and uh, hey, yeah, we got a teaser. We're gonna play some uh, Kevin Drunk in Vegas audio, woo, where he woo. went to Vegas and uh, and he spent about two thousand dollars at a strip club, and what? we get we get Melissa on the phone to talk about it. Oh no, yeah, it's, oh. Pretty, it's pretty funny. I wonder if I was with him for that. You trip. were. Oh yes, yes, you were. Oh, and you're crap. on the tape talking about it. It's it's very oh, funny. Oh man, that's on the next B team. The B team. Yeah, the B team. The B-Team Oh, that's right The B-Team Baby Shut up, Rhonda Down, Rhonda So keep those emails coming in If you guys want to know anything about the uh, Kevin and Bean show Or K-Rock in general Omar at krock.com King of Mexico at krock.com And Beer Mug at kroq.com And we're still compiling uh, Afroline calls Afroline calls? Yeah uh, 323-520-AFRO Leave us a message And uh, Wow, that ended up okay <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get an, uh, another batch for uh, a future uh, B team episode. Uh, now I promised you guys uh, that we're going to have Carol Brady on. Yeah, so Bohen. so uh, we'll stick around and comment over like the beginning piece because I think I think the beginning piece is uh, pretty interesting, and we don't need to hear the entire thing. But I'll lay it, lay the entire thing down. But you do uh, the the entire thing. By the way, is thirteen minutes. Wow, isn't that crazy? The beginning is going to blow both of you guys' minds. Pretty excited. Big, big Mother's Day show going on. Yeah, I'm having fun so far. Uh, that whole penetration call a few minutes ago, if you missed it. <laughs> Woo! Dave Gahan's mom a little bit later on this hour. Steven Spielberg's mom coming up. What uh, are we going to say to Dave Gahan's mom? He, they said Dave Gahan's mom and Steven Spielberg's mom. What? How what? did they get the what? real people? Yeah, I, they must. It doesn't see. It doesn't look like they're kidding. It doesn't look like they're kidding. It doesn't hey. sound like they're kidding. Uh, Dave Gahan's mom. A little bit later on this hour, Steven Spielberg's mom coming up. What uh, are we going to say to Dave Gahan's mom? Sylvester. So Stallone's- your son's in Depeche. Sylvester Stallone's mom. That has to be BS. I don't know. Sylvester. Stallone's- so your son's in Depeche mode. You're his mom. What is that like? <laughs> that's just going to be. That's yeah, going to be an odd interview. That's going to be a very odd interview. That's our question. I hope she likes K-Rock. You know who we have now, though, is TV's Carol Brady. Like, they, oh, well, my like, God. Like, like, they wouldn't just lie about that, right? No way. They wouldn't. No, no they, they wouldn't. Must, yeah, yeah. So, so that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You know who we have now, though, is TV's Carol Brady. Oh, my gosh. We're, what are we going to do, call her? Happen to have the number right here. You have Florence Henderson's number? I have everyone. You're amazing. So I thought when, when I was listening to this that they were going to do right name, wrong number. <laughs> or... Is that is that yeah right name right wrong name, number wrong right number. yeah but but no amazing when will you learn well I will say this for all the other moms on the show today including our own you're not a mom until you're mom Brady am I right <laughs> oh, about man, that that's pretty harsh on our moms I'm but... sorry that they're not Carol Brady yeah. you know our moms are cool they're not Carol Brady <laughs> calling Florence Henderson can't argue with hello Florence yeah hey it's Kevin and Bean how are you well just great Kevin and Bean how are you we're we're so darn excited our nipples are erect. <laughs> oh my god they, they, wow. Bean said that to Carol F. and Brady Who sounds so nice Hi Kevin and Bean how are you Well just great Kevin and Bean How are you We're, we're, so, we're so darn excited our nipples are erect 
can we give you a happy awkward laugh? Oh man. Hey, can we can we give you a happy early Mother's Day? Okay. So that's where we're going to leave you guys. I'm going to um, just drop in the audio so you guys can listen to the uh, rest of the interview. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, except mine because I hate her. And uh, <laughs> everybody who's going out to Weenie Roast, have a fun Weenie Roast uh, 2018. Yeah, and, we'll recap uh, it next break. Yep. Wait next. till you see what I'm wearing. Oh, we can't wait to Instagram that. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Dick bag. <laughs> hey, can we, can we give you a happy early Mother's Day? Well, of course you can. You, and, but, but can I just say something? Of course. Okay, I, I was so upset yesterday that that lady from Tustin got to the, <laughs> the swimming pool before I did. Were you going to dive into the pool naked? I was, and I was naked and everything. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yesterday, late in the show, we had uh, someone jump into a pool with a cordless phone uh, yeah. naked. And Florence, you were saying that you wanted those tickets? I did, and I was very disappointed because I was all ready, and she beat me to it. Well, maybe there'll be another chance, but that's kind of you to offer. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, obviously, uh, you know why your name came up, because as we started to think about Mother's Day and yes. putting the program here to, uh, today, there are a few legendary moms that will be moms forever. Right. And, of course, you, in the part of Carol Brady for all those years, are one of the all-time great TV moms. Not to take anything away from Barbara Billingsley, for instance. Right, or Jane Wyatt. Or, or, Jane, or Marge Simpson. Or Marge Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 frankly, if we can be honest, Lassie was a hell of a mom. You know, she was one of the best. I, I tell you, she was like uh, a mom to me when I was a kid. <laughs> You know, we, I loved her. We've never actually had a chance to have you on the show, but last year when we were doing some work with some of the other Brady kids when you were filming the show, uh-huh. um, you were very kind to us on the set, and we never got a chance to say thanks. As we were walking by, the producers were going, get these jerks off the set. <laughs> and you were going, hey, Kevin and Bean, how are you guys? Come on over. Yeah. Come on over. You know, you should have been in the show with us. You, we walked right through the Brady living room as you guys were doing a, a scene, and it was a, such a did big it, thrill. Did, yeah, didn't it give you chills? Don't think that wasn't our intent walking through the living room. <laughs> uh, well, Listen, you know, another thing I'd like to bring up, if I may, yeah. uh, you know, on the 17th and 18th next week, yeah. I'm going to be in Palace Verde singing my little heart out, and and I know how you guys feel about Tony Tennille. Oh, we love her. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I do think there'll be some people there, and I hope some of your fans well, will t- come. Give us, all, give us all the details. What are is, you doing? First of all, is there anything you don't do? Well, yeah, I don't do windows anymore. You have a kitchen. You have a country kitchen show on the Nashville Network. Right. You've written a book called A Little Cooking, A Little Talking, and A Whole Lot of Fun. Yeah, that's my cookbook. <laughs> she you stole our title. You're on Brady Bunch from 69 to 74. You've done movies. You've done Murder, She Wrote. You've you done Love Boat. You've done homework. Fantasy Island. You've done Gary Shandling. You've done The Plays. And now well, I, I tell you, I've, I've done everybody but Kevin and Bean. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, t- tell us about uh, this little singing engagement. I take it this is a charity thing or what? No, no, no. This is paid. This oh, is really? Charity? Time, no, no. Box. Florence Henderson charity. Yeah, it's in uh, Palace Verdes, and it's uh, next Friday and Saturday. And um, right off the top of my head, I'm not sure of the name of the place, but I'm sure Just that everyone can find out. Go to Palace Verdes. You can't miss it. And you ask for Florence. It. Yeah. Now, uh, you, uh, you do a whole singing set, or are you part of an act, or what? No, I will be doing a, uh, believe it or not, a two-hour show all by myself with uh, my four musicians, and wow. uh, so it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of singing, a lot of breathing, you <laughs> and hopefully a whole lot of fun. I'd pay to hear the breathing. You, um, you, you don't you don't do muskrat love in the set, though, do you? No, you know I'm not going to do that yeah. because I know Tony gets very upset. Well, she's pretty territorial, if you ask me. Yeah, you know, and and uh, but I did many years ago. I did do Love Will Keep Us Together and did the hustle and I sang. Let, let us hear a little Love Will. Keep us together. <laughs> Give us a little love. Will keep us together. Love, love will keep us together. I mean, you know what? I get That's paid beautiful. for that. That is beautiful. Now, people come out to see you sing, do they? 
Well, That's I don't hope, know because course. I don't do that in my act. So. Yeah. Oh, I see. All right. But I do, you know, I do uh, country, I do Broadway, I do contemporary, um, all amazing. kinds of things. I tell funny stories. Tell us about your find because, uh, frankly, being Mrs. Brady is one thing, but to have a cooking show on the National Network, that to us, that is four-star. <laughs> now, you've been doing this for several seasons. Are you guys seasons. putting me on? No, not at all. Are you kidding? We all, love right, all right, a little. We're putting you on a little. We love cooking shows, though, because to be honest, that's one of the areas that we lack in our lives. I bet you do. We're not I much bet, in an apron. Let me tell you something. This is not really a cooking show. It's really a comedy show. Is oh, that yeah. right? That's right. It's kind of like your show. You know, you kind of have to guess what it is. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> no, but what it is, is uh, cooking is, is the, the gimmick that we use, but we really go for laughs. We never go back and, and redo anything. We have total disasters. That's great. We have two insane guys called the Indian and the White Guy that make desserts. The Indian and, and the white guy. Yeah, that, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> And they're it. very funny, and uh, you know, that's really what it is. It's a comedy show. It's live, and uh, wow. now, so, and we sing a little, too. Florence, you've been in show business, Frank, I mean, for a woman who's only, what, 27 or 28, you've been in showbiz a long time. Yes. Yet you still seem to be, you still seem to love it. I absolutely feel like the luckiest person in the world to be in this business. I've always felt that way. I've always felt that it was the best business in the world. Yeah, but you know, there are thousands and thousands of people in this business. Very few of them are as successful as you've been. Yeah, that's at, true. At just about everything you've tried. Yeah. And well, not, you know what? I love all, all facets of the business. I, I really enjoy. It's like I, I'm really delighted to be talking to you guys. I, I'm not blasé about anything. I, I try never to be blasé about anyone in the business. I love to work with people on all kinds of, of levels. Mm-hmm. You know, this probably may be one of the lowest this morning. But well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Let's talk about the Bradys for a minute, just okay. for a minute. You were Mom Brady. Now, everyone has asked you why the Bradys are so successful. I guess they've been on in 122 different countries. Right. Now, we'd like you to name them at this time, Florence. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah. Chile. All right. Uh, yeah. Australia. That's unbelievable. And the other question that we China. have... China. The other question that we have is, how come all the guys had the same perm? <laughs> Well, <laughs> you Brady know what hairdo. happened. You want to know the truth on that? I'll give you the scoop. It's All the right. Brady hair. Okay, here here comes the scoop for the Brady hair. Right. I never knew that Robert Reed had curly hair, nor did I know that Barry Williams, nor did I know that Chris Knight did. Mm-hmm. And when we went to Hawaii, remember those wonderful episodes we shot over there? Sure, yeah. Well, we got off the plane, and their hair was straight. And when we got off the plane, it was so humid. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Bob Reed's hair started curling up. So you're saying the secret was they just didn't wash it? No, the se- <laughs> from then on. The secret was that they 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 how do you how do you do it when you blow dry when you got curly hair and you blow it dry with a brush and you keep straightening it. Right, yeah, yeah. And and they all had naturally curly hair. So when I saw it, I said, my. God, this is beautiful. I'd give anything to have that. So you were responsible for the whole hair thing then. Yeah, and they never really had perms. Wow. That was natural. How about I mean, it? this is, can you believe it? Welcome wow. to Hair Talk. Yeah, <laughs> you if heard it here first. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Florence Henderson, uh, America's favorite TV mom. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I'm, with... I'm, a, I'm a you know pretty favorite mom in real life, too. D- d- now, are your kids going to do something nice for you for Mother's Day this weekend? Well, I hope so. Uh, I, I have two sons that are in Boston, and I, you know they're musicians. They're very talented. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're, very they're not talented. those kids. Rock musicians. They're not those kids in Nelson, are they? 
No, God, those guys should get a haircut. Passe, passe, hey, passe. It's not Matthew and Gunner calling you on Sunday, is it? <laughs> Mom, it's Matthew and Gunner. Click, guys. Sorry, I gotta go. If those guys call me, yeah. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Let me let me ask you uh, uh, this, and I know you've you've done so many interviews over the years, and you and maybe you get tired of talking about it, but no, the, I don't. The Brady Bunch was a phenomenally successful show when it was on in the you know in the early '70s, and then it went off for several years. Was it uh, was it a case of twisting people's arms to get them back on to do specials like some of the shows once they get into reunions people say i don't want to do it anymore i don't want to be typecast or what but you pretty much managed to get everybody back in for the specials uh well you know i think it was it was a pretty happy experience for all of us the chemistry was right i mean there were times we had our problems but i think by and large everyone looks forward to it you know it's like like getting back uh once every 10 years to see your family or once every five years when all the cousins and the relatives come. So it was pretty easy, just a phone call. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that, you know, and and, uh, I think there's a, a great mutual respect uh, among all of us. So and you were happy to do the uh, do the program again, do the Christmas special, and then actually do the new series, and uh, you were cool with all that, huh? And yeah, I'm always cool. You know, I, I feel you're very foolish in this business to say, I'll never do that again. I don't ever want to be a part of that. Right, right. Or to, to become angry or to uh, become negative about what you do. I'm very proud of that little show. You know, it's kind of become a part of, of our culture. It's a, it's a cult um, Thing. It's a yeah. happening now. Do you watch it when it's on TV, Florence? Once in a while, I'll catch it when I'm on the road, and and I, you know, it makes me smile. Yeah. yeah, a lot of shows that I have forgotten, a lot of the episodes, and uh, I'm proud of it. It's uh, you know, it's sweet, it's gentle. It it was you know, as Barry Williams says, when we did that show, we did it for real. We really believed those lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so are you pretty much the same kind of mom as Carol Brady was? Oh, I don't think so. My kids said, how come you never yell yeah. at those kids? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we were, we were kind of hampered by the, by the times. Uh, you know, the networks, there were many more censors then. Sure. Uh, we couldn't go to the bathroom. You know, people say, why did you have that pained expression? I said, because I never went to the bathroom. Yeah, you held it for six years. I <laughs> held it forever. I held it through all those specials. I held it to the reunion. So, uh, you know, and we couldn't really, I mean, you couldn't uh, hit the kid on the bottom. You yeah, couldn't right. raise your voice because they'd step in and go, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, TV's changed, hasn't it? Oh, boy. It really has. Well, Florence, Look at the Bundys, my lord. Yeah, no kidding. Florence, for, uh, for Mother's Day, we'd like to offer you a gift. Oh, thank you. We would like to offer you a gift. We you want do- me to come down there naked and jump in your pool? <laughs> well, if you'd like to, yes. But <laughs> the gift is that we do this for all of our friends who sing. We will show up at the place where you sing. We'll stand in the back, and we'll shout whatever song you want us to shout, <laughs> as, as if we follow you around to all of your singing engagements, and we're dying to hear that song. It's like having built-in fans yeah. for oh us. My, well, well you're going to let me know what the song is beforehand? No, 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 no. You, tell us, you tell us what your closing song is going to be, and then we'll, the whole time we'll go, come on, do that song, and you'll go, just hold on, just hold on, and then when you get to it, everyone will go nuts. Well, you know what? Probably one of the songs I'll do, I don't know, because I, I haven't really locked into the repertoire, but, but it's kind of... Uh, why I'm talking to you guys this morning? It's it's what I did for love. What I did for love. Do you know a song called Ben Cut Stealing? <laughs> <laughs> Little Jane's Addiction, maybe. <laughs> Just checking. I see her. I see her doing a cure medley. To be honest, <laughs> I see that. Being... Well, it's really nice of you to talk to us today, Florence. We really appreciate. I it. I think you guys uh, are in excess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, oh, there we go. okay. Thank you. Hey, Florence. One more thing, real quick. Yes. Real, real, real quick. Yeah, the Bradys are about the only TV kids that haven't been busted in the last year. I know. I we haven't been in jail. You pretty much after what happened with Eight Is Enough and uh, and the Partridge Family mm-hmm. and different strokes. You got it. We just want to pat you on the back as being a good TV mom to keep those kids in line even years after the show's off the air. Well, 
But, you know, another thing, let me just say in all seriousness, uh, those kids on the Brady Bunch had really nice parents yeah. and, and very caring parents. And I think, you know, uh, I heard Todd Bridges the other night with Bryant Gumbel. By the way, I thought he was brilliant uh-huh. and kind of put Bryant uh, where he belonged. Uh, you know, he, he held his own with Bryant. Uh-huh. And I appreciated that. But, you know, if you go around the country, you're going to find kids that are not in show business. They're in just as much trouble right. as Danny Bonaducci and all those all those kids. Right. Uh, so I, I really don't think you can blame it on show business. Yeah. I, I think you can maybe question their home lives and and that sort of thing. The but, only thing you can blame on show business is the press they get when they do it. Exactly. Exactly. That's and, all it is. And, uh, you know, it's it's how you handle it and how how their parents handle it more yeah. than more than the kids. Well, it was a great uh, great group of adults and kids on the show. And again, happy Mother's Day from all of us at K-Rock. Thanks so much for talking to us, Thank Florence. you, guys. I look forward to seeing you, and, and I look forward to talking to you again. God bless you, and, and be nice to your mothers, okay? Will you do. do. Bye-bye, Mom. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye kitties. Excuse Bye. me. Bye, kitties, she said. TV's Carol Brady.